the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in. Monday edition Bruce Hooley Show on the Answer Network, 94.5 Dayton, 98.9 Columbus. Hope you had a great weekend. A dry weekend. I hope you were dry because it was not dry and will not be dry. Uh, for the coming week, at least not the beginning of the week, and it won't be warm either. But uh, what sends a shiver down my spine today is not just the weather, but the array of headlines regarding things that happened over the weekend in central Ohio that, uh, well, I guess the angst we used to feel over being a cow town, a city that, though it was a capital of one of the 50 states, had to have the name of the state after it for people to know where it was. And a lot of people used to get mad about that, right? Columbus, Ohio. Why does it have to say Ohio? Why can't it just say Columbus? Why are we not well-known enough? Well, we are endeavoring to be just like so many all-Democratic-run cities. Baltimore, Philadelphia. Mm. Look at the crime we had over the weekend. We had a man murdered and a woman who is in uh, critical condition in a home invasion. That seems very big city-ish to me. We had a roof collapse in the campus area at a party that was clearly out of control when you have uh, upwards of 50 people standing on the roof of a house and the roof collapses and then the second floor deck detaches from the house and kids are injured underneath. That seems very big city dysfunction to me. Uh, Two people got in an argument on the south side and they were shot. They're both okay. Had a guy in custody. They released him, so must have been justified. Uh, that seems very big city to me. And we had a bunch of kids who rented a house on the south side, an Airbnb for an after-prom party, and we had a 17-year-old boy shot there. So no big city around the country has it over on us. When it comes to uh, the array of criminal activities that go on, and we shouldn't be surprised because we are way above the murder rate of last year, and oh yeah, we had, uh, what are city leaders throwing their support behind in the light of all this? Drag performers. Drag performers. Now, let me just say before I get into the details on all those crimes I previously uh, summarized for you. That I am not in any way, shape, or form condoning the activities of the masked fascists who bill themselves as Nazis who showed up to protest a drag brunch at Land Grant Brewing Company near downtown on Saturday afternoon. Okay? Not that I should have to say it, but I'm anti-Nazi. Always will be. Okay? My father fought in World War II. I think I've got the anti-Nazi bona fides to show for it. But let me also suggest that there is a wide swath unoccupied by any 
city official in Andrew Ginther's administration between endorsing Nazis and endorsing drag. Okay, it's not an either-or choice, and particularly a drag show where uh, kids could attend. There's a lot of middle ground in there. Is it possible to stake out a piece of that middle ground and say, while we do not want, nor do we condone or affirm Nazi protests in the city of Columbus, we also do not believe it is anywhere near appropriate for men to get on stage and cavort and twerk around in front of children. Seems to me there's a lot of unoccupied territory between the polar opposite views of drag is great, nothing wrong with drag, nothing wrong with indoctrinating kids, and Nazis are fine, we welcome Nazis. See, nobody should have any inclination to be on either side. At the ends of the spectrum, okay? Nazis are not okay. Nazis are very, very bad. Their ideology, their belief system, their hatred, all bad. That's easy to say for Andrew Ginther, for Shannon Harden, the city council president, for uh, Zach Klein, the law director, for everybody. They all have no problem saying that. But try to get them to say that mm, men twerking and doing sexually suggestive things in front of kids, or at the very least, just demeaning women with their stupid, garish lady costumes, that's not okay either. Uh, You're not going to be able to get any Democrat from the city of Columbus to say that. So what happened on Saturday morning? Of course, the drag brunch benefiting Kaleidoscope Youth Center, which is, of course, a perverted, demented organization that preys upon confused kids, tries to lure them into the LGBTQ lifestyle. Uh, They set up a drag brunch at Land Grant Brewing Company. Anybody asked you to go to that business? Uh, Hopefully you would realize that your dollars should not be supporting a business that makes an entity like a drag show part of its offerings. So the Nazis show up. They're masked. Of course they are. They're cowards. They don't want anybody to know who they are, except the leader. At least he didn't wear a mask, but. He's uh, indefensible as well. They chanted, they held flags with swastikas, and it's not, Andrew Ginther's not wrong when he says that's a vile, offensive, out-of-state hate group that doesn't represent our community. I hope it doesn't. And here is what else Ginther said in a statement. While their speech is protected by the Constitution, they do not have the right to threaten, intimidate, or harm others. Thanks to Columbus Division of Police, who ensured the show was uninterrupted, and everyone stayed safe. Thanks to the performers. This is about the time i got to stop reading or I'm going to throw up. And Shannon Harden, the city council president, who is himself gay, uh, said that um, he is donating to Kaleidoscope Youth Center to support their work and show that the community stands with them. Well, no, Shannon, don't speak for me. Don't speak for people who have uh, any devotion to morality. We do not support the work of Kaleidoscope Youth Center because Kaleidoscope Youth Center damages kids. They just do. Uh, Here is Harden's full tweet. LGBTQ plus kids and families shouldn't have to deal with obscene hate from literal Nazis. While Columbus City Council has an existing budget earmark for Kaleidoscope Youth Center of Ohio. That's right, your tax dollars, Columbus 
go to support a deviant organization and a godless lifestyle. He says, I'm donating today to support the great work they do. Uh, luring kids into uh, chemically altering drugs. That's great work in your eyes, Shannon Harden. And show that our community stands with Kaleidoscope Youth Center and the community they serve. No, no, I don't. I don't. A lot of good Christian people don't. So uh, that is where your city administration stands. Uh, it's, as I've said before, it's more honorable than Democrats like Joe Manchin from West Virginia, your senator, who will tell you he's uh, all about certain things and absolutely positively is not, but that is not a position. This Columbus City Council position on Kaleidoscope Youth Center that is remotely defendable when it comes to the kind of upbringing kids will benefit from as opposed to the kind that Kaleidoscope Youth Center tries to ingrain in them, which will decidedly ruin their lives. This home invasion on the northeast side happened uh, late Sunday night. Just before midnight last night. Uh, I do not know the back story on this because uh, it could be one of several things. It could be uh, a true home invasion. Two law-abiding parents with their five children. And guy just bursts in and senselessly murders uh, the dad and shoots the mom. That's possible. It's also possible that there's some kind of related criminal activity going on that prompted the invasion. I'm very confident Columbus police will get to the bottom of it because Columbus police do a great job, particularly in light of the way that they are kept from doing their job by the mayoral administration, the police oversight review board, their chief of police, their deputy chief of police, and their inspector general. Columbus police and investigators do a phenomenal job because virtually everyone who sits in a supervisory role above them does everything they can to undermine them. But the murder victims, 28-year-old Brandon Gilliam, his wife, name not given, shot, and the children, the five children, we don't have ages, but, I mean, it's the dad's 28, the kids can't be, well, I suppose they could be a little bit older than 10, but you wouldn't think so. Five young children assisted the mom after she had been shot, helped her call 911. The children now are in the custody of Franklin County Children's Services. That is as scary and as awful and as bad as it gets. So um, more clarity needed. To know what's going on there. As for the uh, collapse of the roof in the uh, campus area, a bunch of partying kids, uh, likely inebriated, 45 of them on the roof. The roof collapsed. The deck falls off the house. Nobody killed in that, thank goodness. And what happened at this prom after party? We'll dig into that next. So we are in prom season, and uh, we had the horrific story in uh, Alabama where we had, uh, what do you have, four people killed in Alabama and like more than 20 shot and wounded? And you're saying, wait, what? Uh, a shooting in Alabama at a prom? Yeah. After prom party. 
Last I looked, we had five people arrested in connection with that. Where has that story gone? Where has that story gone? <laughs> There's it gone. Down the memory hole. Down the memory hole, it's gone. You know why it's gone? Of course you know why it's gone. Because all five suspects are African-American. Maybe there's more suspects now. I, I, even I'm guilty of letting this story vanish on me. And I'm just kind of curious. If the kids at the party had been uh, all black and had been you know, shot to death as they were, and the arrests had been uh, all white shooters. Would that story be so far down in the headlines that we wouldn't know the names of the suspects? I don't think so. Now, we don't have a suspect from this uh, after-party shooting in Columbus... But we know that the home where it happened early Sunday morning, 2 a.m., uh, was an Airbnb. Homes on the south side. WSYX Channel 6, kudos to them. They got ring video doorbell footage that show people running from the house, terrified. One neighbor said she thought rocks were being thrown at her window, and then she's like, uh-oh, no, that's gunfire. Home is near the corner of Linwood and Freebus Avenue. Police say the teenager, again, 17 years old, was shot after a fight broke out at a party. He was taken to the hospital, expected to be okay. So he got lucky there. Otherwise, we would have to add him to the growing list of people under the age of 25 who were murdered in the city of Columbus. But it is interesting that that Alabama shooting, where we have just heart-wrenching tales of like a star athlete and the sis, the the brother of the girl who's after or it was a birthday party it was a birthday party the brother of the girl for whom they were having the birthday party was murdered and this kid had a he got you know everybody talked about him in glowing terms phenomenal young man he had a college scholarship to play football and he's dead and we have too many of those kinds of headlines around because we have so much violence spreading now from our inner cities into the rural areas. The one in Alabama was done in a rural area. Uh, While you were sleeping, another bank failed, a big one. First Republic Bank. We'll talk with Josh Pick about that. Aptus Wealth Management, 1230 today in our Money Monday segment. Josh and I, Friday, when we did the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show, we were talking about First Republic Bank's in trouble. What does this mean? Silicon Valley Bank failed. Everybody thought, "Uh uh-oh, we're going to have a run on banks. It's going to be 2008 all over again, financial crisis. No. No, listen to the president. Everything's fine. We're going to bail out Silicon Valley Bank. And guess what? They stepped in today and they bailed out. Oh, this might explain it. San Francisco-based First Republic Bank. You think if we had a bank based in, uh, oh, I don't know, Coshocton, Bucyrus, Granville. You think, you think if we had a regional bank based there, they'd be bailing that out in a red state? I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully we won't find out. But First Republic Bank is the third mid-sized bank to fail in two months. And it seems that First Republic Bank failed in some measure. There are a lot of factors, always. 
bad management, number one. If you have good management, your bank can withstand whatever's going on. You have good management. They read the tea leaves. They see the situation. They make sure their assets are allocated smartly. But what happened at Silicon Valley Bank is what happened at First Republic Bank. But First Republic had the additional pressures of people becoming nervous about getting their money because Silicon Valley Bank failed, and Signature Bank, too. And people were like, you know, I better just go get my money. And when everybody shows up at once, you've all watched It's a Wonderful Life. You all know what happened when everybody showed up at once at the Bailey Building and Loan, right? Then everybody shows up at once, and then the bank's like, ah, we can't cover that. And then the panic gets worse, and down they go. Well, in swoops who? You know who swoops in. J.P. Morgan Chase. Jamie Dimon swooped in. They bought the assets of First Republic Bank while you were sleeping. So J.P. Morgan Chase gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, which is uh, not good for competition. Here's how fast the collapse was at First Republic Bank. On February 2nd, the stock price of First Republic Bank shares was $147 on February 2nd. Less than three months later, in fact, almost exactly three months later, the stock was down on Friday to $3.51. What? $3.51? Crazy. So that's not good. What could precipitate such a collapse? I mean, we have such smart people in Washington, D.C., do we not? I mean, they tell us they're smart. We, they tell us that they're so smart. And they tell us that uh, real wages are going up and that inflation is coming down. I mean, after all, after all, Bruce, inflation was 9.1% and now it's at 5%. See, inflation is coming down. Uh, yeah, I guess. But isn't 5% still two and a half times the targeted rate of 2%? Oh, see, now you're going to delve into facts. Yeah, sorry about it. Well, we've got a plan. We've got a plan to help the banks, Bruce. We're going to institute new fees on mortgages. I mean, who doesn't love new fees, right? So if you're out there and you've done everything right and you've got a high credit score and you always before have been told that that's necessary to get a good mortgage rate. Uh, Today being May the 1st, some new mortgage rules have gone into effect by your president, Joe Biden, who's, again, going to build the country from the uh, bottom up and the middle out. What do those new mortgage fees mean for you? Let's say you want to take out a $350,000 home mortgage. Pretty much you have to now to afford any house at all, four bedroom, two bath. Uh, We'll have the numbers for it. And if you have a good credit score, you probably won't like it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.